Sorry, I'm not even allowed to say that word on an American show. I'm. It's a bad word. Sorry. Well, it's it's early on. It's early on. No it one's is, is it not the stupidest thing it, ever? Yeah, the it's world, not great. The World Games, one of the biggest tournaments. You ask any of the players, it's a highlight of their career to go to the World Games. It's like the Olympics for them at the moment. Yeah. You there's know, a dozen there's there's one players of, there that are well, there's one of Darren Appleton's proudest moments was winning the World Games. It's happening now. Can we see any of it? No. <laughs> not even an idiot with a camera. With a camera phone showing any of it. It's ridiculous. Who's in charge of that? Can't I, believe we can't watch any of it. I couldn't agree more. It is. Uh, Who's in charge of it, Nate? To be honest Nobody with you, like, I, I'm going to be honest with everybody out there right now. For the 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 two people that are watching this, uh, as you know, we didn't do a show last week. I I released one on Monday, so it's kind of like we did a show, but we really didn't do a show. Um, I've been swamped. Uh, I have been like overwhelmed with a lot of different things, uh, both with my private life, my personal life, as well as the podcast and as well as like the onboard stuff that I've been doing. Uh, for full disclosure, Alicia and I, my wife, uh, we're looking at trying to buy a house right now. And it is a very overwhelming process and we are working through it. And hopefully we get a uh, message back today that says we've been approved for the amount of the loan that we need and then we can go and make the official offer but um the last few weeks have been pretty hectic so is it got a room for a pool table it's got room for six pool tables <laughs> <laughs> and he will and he will suck and on all of them <laughs> oh he's gonna get a 12 foot snooker table because i'm gonna beat his butt in a game of golf so uh, Jim is no longer associated with the podcast going forward. <laughs> hey, everybody. Little uh, well, Chris, Nate is becoming an adult. I wouldn't go that far. Well, yeah, let's not get carried away, guys. Oh, yeah, I suppose <laughs> I should throw. I should probably throw up the uh, the chat overlay, shouldn't I? Why don't I do that? Yeah, I don't exactly know what I'm doing. So, And then on top of it, of course, uh, I have Nate left White Nate is becoming carbon. an adult. <laughs> yeah. So I've I've actually left White Carbon as well. So on top of that, I've been negotiating with a couple of different companies on potentially working with them going forward. So there's a lot of stuff going on in my personal life. And last uh, last week, I decided that it would be a good idea to just focus on those things. So we're back this week, and it actually worked out perfect because there was nothing that really happened last week. I mean, we could have. We could have talked about the Fedor and Scott uh, Frost matchup that was coming up, and you know we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But I, I don't know. Is it? Does we that? We should talk you? about me playing with your wife. Is what we should talk about. Excuse me. <laughs> Rob wow. will no longer be associated with the podcast either. <laughs> it's not going to be long before Nate. It's not going to be long before Nate's just on his own again. Well. You know what? Actually, Rob, uh, why don't you describe that? Because you did. You played a pool tournament with my wife. Uh, can, we're going to throw a pool tournament out there, though. Okay. Right. And sure I just let me let me before you even go. The first time I ever played a tournament with my wife, the only first and only time we've ever played together, I got this little this little guy right here. We won. We won that tournament, Rob. <laughs> so uh, knowing that that was the first and only time my wife has ever played a tournament with me. And I got bit. Why don't you describe what happened in your tournament? Oh, we had a great time. We played. It was a it was a three person tournament, kind of a funky format where you play a a three person scotch doubles to start off the match, and then you play three singles matches, then you play another scotch, then you play three more singles matches. Uh, everybody on the teams play each other one time, and and it's a race to seven. It was really a kind of a cool format, and 
And I got to play with Alicia, who's a beginner player, or Fargo is what, 218, 318? I don't know, something. 218, yeah, 218. 218. Somewhere there. What I saw was a, two, a 218 with the fundamentals of a 550, <laughs> you know, and higher than that, I think. Serious. She was seriously calm <laughs> throughout the entire event, played really good. She pocketed individually, she probably pocketed five 10 balls on her own in the scotch part of it. So, no, it really was fun. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed, enjoyed that, guy. The only thing that I've ever worked on my wife with is uh, for the first year she played, I would not let her hit a ball hard. So besides the break shot, but if she wanted to hit a ball hard, I would not let her honestly, like I would not let her hit a ball hard. I would have her roll a ball in and rather get hooked or roll a ball in and shoot length of the table cut shot, than hit a ball hard. And I did that because what is the, what is the one thing that players struggle with the most? It's rolling balls in or being able to shoot soft. I mean, even the pros, you barely, ever 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 see them just kind of rolling balls in it's mm. you know it's that punch follow or you know whatever it is is the stun run throughs and i wanted her to be able to roll balls in and so now we're working on her game to actually incorporate some english and you know some speed into her game and she is <laughs> you can see in her mechanics that uh you know she had a shot one time where she had to she had to draw the ball two feet for shape for the other guy on the team and she was, I could tell she wasn't going to do it. She wasn't going to stroke like she was going to draw it. And I stopped and I went, and we could coach, have one coach. I said, Alicia, remember Nate? He taught you how to draw the ball. Now's the time. <laughs> and, and she kind of perked up a little bit and she remembered what he said. She drew that ball back 22 inches. Seriously, just absolutely perfect. But this was, blew, this was right before she. Mind. She looked you dead in the eye and said, "Bitch, hold my beer." Right? <laughs> she, she said that, right? Yeah. Is that what you told but, her? To you say? know, I was so impressed when when you see beginners play. What you you never see a smooth stroke, a nice, calm, deliberate, smooth stroke ever, hardly ever. And that's what impressed me about Alicia, is that she was so calm and that smooth was so delicate and so smooth. And she did roll the balls, and and really, uh, I I felt was way above that Fargo rating for sure. But so, a lot of fun. The time Rob got to play with my wife. <laughs> right. He hasn't slept since. <laughs> so that was fun. Jim, do you have anything to announce? Did you do anything fun? Uh, I won a tournament last night. And you got a new pool turn pool cue at it. <laughs> yeah, people are not going to believe this. And I'll just put it away again. The biggest hater that you can find of anything that's not predator, basically. I am now playing. Well, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm playing with. I am testing out on flying. whether to play with the Q Tech. Yes. The SBB ghost. Playing a tournament last night, won the tournament. At the end of the tournament, people just messing around on the table, and one of the guys said he had a Q-Tech, and he said it just didn't feel right. And I said, "Well, give me a hit with it. I want to feel it." And within ten minutes, I said to him, "Listen, I want it. I think this is quite a good cue. So I'm going to try it out on my own table for a little bit and see how it goes." Never thought I'd be playing with this. I have to say, 
as nicely as it plays. QTech, work on, please get somebody to design some things for you because it is the most boring <laughs> queue I've ever had in my hands. And I like things that are pretty. You know, they've got to play well, but they've got to look pretty as well. This doesn't look very pretty. Speaking of pretty, we got, uh, we got Fedor. We got Fedor. Well, yes, Fedor, Fedor, Fedor. Nice I'm, job I'm, on your one pocket, by the way. Hey, Fedor, I'm coming to QTech. <laughs> <laughs> but they put a linen wrap on it, which I think... They should they should be putting leather wrap on it as standard, not a little linen wrap. I don't know anyone that actually likes a linen wrap. And just put a little bit of color in it. But it plays great. I tell you, this this cue plays. I was impressed. I I, I was surprised by how well the cue played. And, I didn't think it would play anywhere. You don't like you don't think the shooter has anything to do with that, Jimmy? Uh, no, not all the time because I've tried other cues and I can't make balls with them. So yeah. Okay. Wait, you found you found a cue that you can make balls with. <laughs> <laughs> is it one of those self-aiming ones? <laughs> so the question anytime, is not... any, listen, any anytime you want to play, mate, just let me know. <laughs> so yeah, Fader yeah, uh, Jimmy did say he's gonna put a leather wrap on that one. Yeah, there's Federer. Yeah. I think yes, I think you've got to have a leather wrap, and I don't I think linen wraps are very 1980s, 1990s. I don't understand why Q manufacturers like still put either. linen wraps on them. I don't so know. So the question is the question is, is Fedor, you want to come on and talk about your uh, one pocket? Because that's about what we're going to talk, uh, talk about. Yeah, so, Fedor, uh, come and join us. You must have 10 minutes to tell us how good you are at one pocket and how rubbish the USA is. All those one pocket, <laughs> pocket, all those one pocket experts that have dedicated their whole career to one pocket. And Fedor just comes along and robs them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it is. It's wild, isn't it? It is all about pocketing balls, isn't it, Jim? <laughs> at, the end, but at the end of the day, that's what the, the game comes down to. Don't miss. It doesn't it, matter it what does. game you're playing. Any any pocket pool game. That's that's it. It, it doesn't it matter what from. game you're playing. If you're if you're not missing, you're very difficult to to beat. Right. Simple as that. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll send you an invite if you want to join in and uh, chat with us for yeah. a couple seconds, Fedor. It's nice to know the moves and all that kind of stuff, but Terrible it's best to know how to whatever. pocket the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I I guess let's jump in because uh. To be, I, I didn't watch hardly any of this. Um, I watched a little bit of it, but not very much. Uh, to be honest, I kind of expected this. I, I mean, if Scott is playing all the time and he's an absolute dead stroke, you know, maybe this could have been a match that was a little bit closer. But as far as I know, and I could be wrong on this, so you know, Scott actually listens to the podcast from time to time too. So I'm happy to, I'm happy to, you know, throw a correction out there if uh, if it's if I'm you know, speaking out of turn, but I, I don't know that he's been playing a ton coming into this and I don't care how good you think are at, you are at one pocket. If you're, if you're going to be stacking up against one of the greatest cueists in the world today, probably, you know, certainly top three, I would say, I think he, I think he fits right in with Albin and Joshua is my top three. You know, you're, you're giving up so much talent on the table from just ball striking, you know, how do you think that if you're not playing a ton of pool, you can go in and just beat one of the greatest players on the on earth today? It's it, to to be honest with you, I could see that I could have seen the score even even wider than it was. Uh, I think what it ended up being, uh, I should probably know this. I guess it was like twenty five to twelve. Does that sound right? 21. Twenty one. Twenty twenty one to twelve. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, twenty. Yeah, so I mean. I, I just I just don't understand. And now Chip Compton is, you know, uh, we'll talk about this later on too. Chip Compton said he wants next. Um, I say the same exact thing. Like Chip Compton, I think is a better player than Scott right now. But do I think right. he's nine games better than Scott? 
No. Three, maybe. Good luck, good, good luck beat one of the, the purest, cuests of the ball that the game has to offer today. Uh, I mean, unless Chip is going to be playing his absolute best possible game that Chip can play, you know, I think that there's a match that can be had. I think, you know, it could get close, but do I think that uh, Chip can play anything but his absolute best game possible to to be able to win? I, I personally don't, but we'll talk about that. Let's, let's talk about that in the beginning, I guess. Jim, was there any surprises to what uh, you saw happen? Uh, maybe, maybe it could have been a bit closer, really. Um, but like you say, we don't know how uh, much Scott's been playing. Um, Chip will rob me. <laughs> yeah, Chip, yeah, fair. Jack the bet. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah. gonna rob you. Jack the bet. Chip, Chip, Chip will rob me. Let's get another twenty k in the pot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah minimum, minimum forty k. He'll play for exactly. Let's get another twenty k in the pot. Hey, fair. Um, I think Scott. I mean, Scott. I saw a Facebook post from Scott. I think he was getting some negative bashing on on social media or something like that. Huh. And he was very honest and saying, "Look, I'm not the player I was before. I've had a lot of stuff going on, but I'm still prepared to get in the ring." And that's yeah. it about, uh, about he'll get in the ring and he'll he'll go at these guys and he'll have a pop at them and uh, um, he can find that level that that can hang with somebody like Federer. But it's very very difficult in these long races to twenty one to keep that level that high, you know. And he, he got off to a decent start. I think he won the first three or some of that. But then Federer came back and won six and then put Scott put a four on him some of that. And just as the match went on, just Federer just for every two for every one that Scott was winning, Federer was winning two or three, you know. And it just sort of went like that. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I think it was at one point in time it was either six to five or seven to six. Seven to six, uh, it was. Yeah, that, six, yeah, that's yeah. that Scott was up. So yeah. from there, Fedor wins fifteen to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, better than two to one, almost three to one. That's what I mean, for, for everyone, for everyone, Scott would win one, Fedor take three. Scott would win one, Fedor take three. You know, and it's very, it's it's quite difficult to pull that kind of deficit back once it gets away with you in one pocket. I think because it's such a it's such a it's such a mental effort to get through these racks, you know. When you're behind, it just it, it can seem a, a long way away, especially when you're chasing somebody like Fedor, you know. And it's, I, I mean, I'm not. I'd like to. I, I would love to talk to one of these guys that, that you know, like like Scott Frost and and Chip, who have already taken a bit of a hammering from Fedor, and the guys that played them at the, uh, um, at the um, Derby City, you know, when he snapped off the one pocket Derby City. I'd love to get in their heads and know, know if it, if they're frustrated by the fact that this is somebody who would probably be considered as being a bit of a one-pocket novice, and he's within six months he's just taking everybody apart. You know, is that is that is that is that a is that a change in the way the game is being played? Is it a natural talent that he can just pick up the shots and pick up the tactics of it so very quickly? Um, yeah. Or is it or is it just a case of it doesn't matter what game you play, the better player will always win. Well, this goes back to what I'm saying. Um, you just so if you're watching, let's just uh, let's just throw out like an Evan Lunda and uh, Josh Roberts if they, if they were playing each other. Evan and Josh will leave each other shots. That you're kind of, I mean, you're leaving them hoping that they take them on, but they, you know, you know, good and damn well that they just never will, right? They're it's it's a dumb shot to sell out. You you know, you're shooting a shot. Um, you're shooting at one ball to get four, something like that. And if you if you miss the ball, you're selling out seven. You know, you're teasing them into doing these things because you know that in the long run, they might make one out of three or one out of four, but you win those other three out of four, four out of five, whatever it is. Name the shot on the table that Fedor has a look at 
that you don't think he's 60% to make at this point. Hmm. I mean, unless you're playing on like three and you know, three and three quarter inch pockets or something like that. What is the shot that Fedor would take on theoretically that he's not going to be a huge favorite to make? I can name a lot of shots that Chip, Tony, Scott, Evan, Josh, all these players that, you know, they're just, you're, you're talking about somebody who's like a special cueist and no shot is too tough. No positional play is too tough. But that's my, that's, that, that's my point. Is it, is the game not important anymore? Hmm. Because I, let's, let's say everybody played one pocket. Would, would a chip Compton, would he disappear if everyone played one pocket? Would, would the fact that it's one pocket, would that make him a better player on the ranking than on a nine ball ranking or a 10 ball ranking or a whatever ranking? Would he be would he be higher up the ranking because it's one pocket? I'm, I'm, starting, I'm yeah. starting to wonder whether the game even matters. It just seems well, that it doesn't matter what game it is, the same people are going to win. I would personally push back, push that push back on that strictly for Chip, because honestly, I think that Chip has more talent than Tony and Chip are not only great one pocket players, they yes. are okay. they sure. are yeah. and Justin Hall, I think, is another player that fits yeah. into this category where they are just like special cueists. The difference with them is not whether or not they can compete with the best in the world, it's whether or not they're going to be able to stay motivated to want to do that and go to these events to get in the box and play. I don't think you're going to find too many people in the world who are going to argue that even like Chip is less talented than, let's say, a Tyler Steyer. Like if mm. Chip played as much as Tyler did with all of these events, I think he would have some really good results. I think Chip is mm. plenty talented enough as a player that, uh, but so then use it as like a player, like maybe like Scott, Scott. Um, instead of Chip, because I, I do think that Chip can be mm. close to a world quality player if if he had the discipline and the work ethic that it would take to get to that point. Yeah, but I guess well, I, part of part of this whole thing, when when I look at the games, the difference of the games, when you play one pocket, you're you're rarely if ever playing winner breaks. It's always alternate always break yeah. in any if kind anything, of ratio. If anything, it's if anything, it's loser break. Or or that, but I but most of them are alternate. You alternate the break, and and that's kind of a that's kind of a big deal, and and now you're you have to weigh the amount of mistakes you're going to make in the game and how well you know how to play that particular game or not. Um, you know, guys that play one pocket all the time, that's the game that they know how to play the best. Not that they can't shoot the balls in the hole in other games. They probably can, uh, but they're strict. You know, like Tony and and Scott and and Chip and uh, you know the 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 they focus on the one pocket game. Uh, I feel like the moving becomes less and less. To to your point, Jim, I, I think the moving becomes less and less important. So like yeah. the 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 big thing where Scott got his advantage over all the players, you know, let's say ten years ago, is he moved the balls so well. He's going to get you in that spot where it gets funny and he's eventually going to grind you down into a mistake. And that's a lot of, you know, that's a lot of what that one pocket was that really old school uh, level of one pocket is, is you tighten the noose a little tighter and a little tighter and a little tighter. And then eventually somebody makes a mistake and you run three balls off, you play a good safety and, and you grind them down and grind them down again. Now the best players in the world, they they grind you down into that first mistake and then they'd be able to run six and out seven out eight and out, whatever it is. Uh, but for the most part, you know, that old school level of one pocket is just never taking a shot on until it's a 95% shot and just getting them three at a time until you win the game. Mm. 
Um, of, of course, the highest level of that is different, but the, the players now with, we saw this with Joshua Filler um, playing Tony Cho, and we see this with Fedor. Like, it's not about that anymore. It's about just getting out. Yeah, have, that's getting, what I mean. Have, have, they, have they, these old school players or these, we call them one pocket purists. I'd love to know what they think about because it seems to me that these guys are playing a different game now. They've almost changed the way one pocket has to be played. And that happens in all kinds of sports. You see it you see it throughout all sports. You see it with tennis. You see it with everything that, that somebody comes along and just changes the way you have to play the game in order to be competitive. Is uh, that, is, I, I was just wondering whether that's happened with one pocket now. Yeah, that's, that's a good observation, Jim. That, that's a pretty true statement, all, all in all, over history. One player will come along and change the game. Uh, yeah, I, I heard know. that in in uh, Frankie Torres, uh, a national three cushion billiard champion in his late seventies, now said that that in the in the fifties in three cushion, there were players that came along that absolutely changed the game. It was really a defensive game up until a certain point in history. Then all of a sudden, the game became offensive, and everything changed after that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and this that holds true in pocket pool, I believe too. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I to be honest, I'm probably not qualified. I, I know the game of one pocket for the you know decent amount, but I don't know it at the, the intricate enough levels to talk about the the evolution of it and where it's going. I mean, yeah. maybe I should maybe I should yeah. I don't know. I should, reach, it, out. I should probably I mean, reach out to Tony and maybe I can get Tony and Scott on the same podcast or yeah. you know maybe like a Josh Roberts and a and a I know I can get Tony Cho on to talk uh, on to talk about it. Maybe I maybe I need to bring them on and let them talk about where the uh, where the game is, where it's where it was, and where it's going. Yeah, that'd maybe, be a good maybe, idea. Maybe 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 Fed, Fedor's just a one off. He's just he was he, he is a head he's a hidden one pocket genius, and it just he had to play the game to find out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, the the guys that you would talk like the top 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 mutation guys, you know, the likes of a uh, Albin, uh, Filler, Jason, the Shane. You don't really see them playing one pocket that much. You know, they'll have a crack at it at the derby, but you don't see them playing big money matches kind of thing. So you never really see them playing. So I, I honestly couldn't tell you what kind of level they play at. I've no idea. I would imagine Filler's going to be good at anything he does with a cue. So I can't imagine it's going to be much of a difference for him, you know? Um, one, one thing I noticed about Chip's one pocket game when I watched him uh, in a couple of matches was I... I haven't seen too many better at back cutting, back cutting full table length bank shots. The touch, not only the accuracy, the direction of the bank, but the touch on it. He was, he's premier at that shot. And, and that's a critical shot in one pocket. Uh, if you have that, if you have that shot, I, there wasn't even Tony, I don't think could outdo him in that back cut bank category. I mean, Tony's, Tony's a special banker. He's good at it too, but I, what, yeah. what I saw Chip, uh, when he ran out a couple racks and he banked back cut like five out of six shots in a row. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Well, let's transition this into, I guess, uh, assuming that, uh, you know, it doesn't fall through because, you know, nothing's set in stone until both players are flipping the coin to start the match. But if Tony, or uh, if, uh, if Chip Compton plays Fedor, Let's say the same exact format, race to twenty-one. What do we think? Do we think that uh, the chip can get there? I don't think so. Based on based on based on recent history, don't think so. I think no. Fedor's just. Uh, he might give him a better race. I don't know. 
I guess, again, I really don't I don't know what's happened. Federer just seems to have taken to this game like a duck to water, you know? And there was a comment on here earlier saying that, that Federer can't beat uh, Tony. I mean, I don't know what that comment's based on. I mean, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know that. How do, how, do you, how, how, how do you make Tony a hundred percent favorite to beat Federer if they play each other based on what's happened? I mean, does 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 Tony win 21 12 against uh, against uh, uh, Scott? Yeah, maybe I don't know, but I mean, Filler, t- Filler took Tony apart, you know, well, yeah, uh, yeah, in a, in a, yeah, I mean, I again, I, I, he, played a, I again he played a completely different kind of game, yeah. yeah. You know, well, he, yeah. he just went out there and played one pocket like nobody had ever seen before. It's like, well, even or, Alex yeah. Neely, who's a massive one pocket fan, he said, I've never seen anybody play one pocket. He doesn't know what he's doing, but he's running the ranks. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Alex Neely and I did the commentary for that event. So Alex yeah. and I were on the call the entire time. And we got to the point where it's like, there's no way that they'll take the shot on. We yeah. know that they will, but there's no way that they will. And also they're going to do it. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah, like no. the shots that Tony and uh, Josh were, taking on and not only taking on but executing at a high level where i'd never seen one pocket like that and the thing is when, when your opponent starts doing that for, for somebody like tony if he's playing against somebody like filler and he said and he thinks he's going to attack every single shot doesn't matter what i leave him he's going to attack it you start to think i can't leave him anything so i'm going to have to attack myself i have to have yeah. control of the table i'm going to have to attack myself and it yeah, creates a whole down, different game swinging. you know you, you don't get this up table game because it's not mattering they're just banking everything you know, or going for the shots anyway. You know, it's like, whoa, crazy. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's nuts. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I think if uh, if they played tomorrow, Rob's got his little Rugrats running around in the background. He's playing uh, playing Grandpa. <laughs> uh, I think if they played tomorrow, I mean, how can you not make Fedor the favorite? And and I know you're, you know, you could be, you know, guilty of being prisoner of the moment, but. From what I just saw, like I, I'm not the only players in the world that I'm not taking over Fedor in one pocket right now is Dennis and Alex probably. Tony, I would avoid it with like a like a 20 foot. I wouldn't touch it with a 20 foot pole. Like I I would avoid that at all costs. I I would load up on Alex or Dennis, and other than that, like I I think Fedor's got to be the favorite to anybody else. Who else can beat? Who else in the world can beat Scott 21 to 12? He's not what he was ten years ago, but Scott Frost <laughs> is still arguably a top five, um, and he'll one still, even, player even in if, the world. Even if he's not, even if he's not playing at his top level, yeah. he'll still make you work for every single rack and every single ball. So you still game. got to be mentally involved in the match. You know, yeah. you still got to be working hard to get your opportunities. Whether he takes his or not is what is a different thing. But you have to work for yours. You know, when, so. Yeah. Uh, when Melina Mike was doing the uh, the top five, I mean Scott Cross got a lot of votes in the top yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you Fedor gets in most people's top five now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll see if he does it again. If he plays some more one pocket, some more challenge matches, and 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 you know, in a year we'll have a conversation again. And, and but this uh, is this is actually one. Yeah, I don't want to say good thing. It's more of a. A, a, a sort of cause of what's happened with Federer getting uh, banned from certain tournaments because of what's happened, obviously, in True. Eastern Europe. We've seen him play different events and play and, and 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 play different games now, you know, because all his time would have been tied up, or most of his time would have been tied up with the nine ball ranking, playing oh, probably in the, in the Predator. He would be, of course, he right would be now. Here. 
Well, going, but right now, he would be at the World Games. If right now, World Games. So he wouldn't be playing all these one-pocket things. He wouldn't play. Right. So we're getting to see another side of Federer. And yeah. this is going to make him a better player. Oh, yeah. One thing that makes you a better player is playing everything. Yes. You know? You play all these different things. You start playing some one pocket. You start playing some banks. You're going to notice these improvements in your rotation game and in everything else. Pedro's going to be a better player because of this, you know. So uh, watch out because when this kid comes back and he gets himself back in his rankings, he's going to cause a lot of damage. Well, look at uh, uh, Mike Pinozo uh, mentioned Bloomdahl in the uh, this World Games. Yeah. He's in the World Games in that, uh, and there was a one time he came in like in third in Sweden in a pocket pool tournament. Yep. Uh, and world champion, world class three cushion billiard player. Yeah. So it made him, made him great doing both, doing both things. Yeah. Federer's had to suffer a little bit as far as uh, missing out on a few events in the last uh, two years, but he's going to reap the benefits from all the other stuff that he's been doing. And, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, would I mean, been, it would have been easy for him to just disappear and sit in his bum for two years and do nothing and feel sorry for himself. But he's gone out there and he's found the tournaments he's allowed to play and he can play in. And he's been kept active and he's been learning different games and uh, he hasn't let it get him down. So, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this up there because I got two announcements to make, I guess, as far as uh, the Fedor side of things. Uh, you can see here that Fedor is leading the money, the money leaderboard, having played no major events. He is $25,000 clear of filler. And I don't know that this has the money that he just won off of Scott. Uh, so you're talking 25,000 playing a bunch of rink-a-dink tournaments across the U.S. And, of course, there's some that aren't, you know, of course, Derby City is not. But I was going to say most... a, massive, a massive big chunk of that is Derby City. Uh, was it? I mean, what do you think he made, 60,000 there at the most? So you go half of it. Because well, I can't even read that. It's too small. 150,000. Okay. But I don't know that that includes the Scott part of it because I think that was where he was uh, last week too. So I th I think that's, of course, you know, gambling. It's it's hard to throw that in there, right? Because how much of that was it. his? Yeah, how much of that was his? But but this th but this goes into like how much is off the books, like stuff like that. I mean, who knows? But um, <clears throat> well, click on click his on name. His name and I'll show you. Okay. I'm we'll have click to right find out his... how much he paid tax on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Frost first course one pocket. All right, so it does show that it does show in here that's that. So, Derby City he made twenty thousand thirty six thousand. Okay, so a little over fifty thousand dollars. So nice. So his his his, his one pocket his one pocket matches do count to his total. Uh, it does. It shows right here. So that's a bit that that, that shouldn't re in my opinion that shouldn't really because like you said you don't know how much of it is his own money. Right. Well, maybe um, it's all his. Maybe that's why it's in there. Who knows. Yeah, but you don't know. Yeah, I no, don't, I don't. Yeah. But the other thing I wanted to show while we're here is uh, he actually created a website, and I think it probably deserves a little bit of a highlight because who else is doing this as a pro? Oh, that's wonderful. So he's got on here uh, his biography, his tournament schedule. So you can go down here, his mission, uh, I don't know, biography, so you can learn a little bit more a about mission him. mission statement. Oh, I love it. Yeah, uh, you know, he's got some pictures in here. He's got a little marketplace, so you can buy a signed photo or a signed ball, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then he's got his tournament schedule on here. So how cool is this, where you can actually see his tournament schedule? So theoretically, if you're in one of these areas and you're like, oh, my God, I want to meet Fedor Gorse, you know exactly right. where he's going to be. Or go play. Pretty cool. 
highlight to his sponsors on here, his blog. He's actually typing out things of uh, what he's doing at each of these places uh my first long race of one pocket this is his blog his mixed feelings something i don't know you'd have to click on these to find out sure. <laughs> that's kind of a funny picture <laughs> uh but and then you can find ways of actually reaching him i i just think that that's a really cool thing that uh you know it'd be kind of cool if more players did that and yeah. you know marketed Nate, themselves do a you have better. one of sure... those well i have one for the podcast oh does that okay. count not just a personal one no I'm not a real, nobody wants to know anything about me. <laughs> I'm just a clown. Fedor's a real person. So I, I just thought that was uh, kind of a cool thing. Oh, and of course, that's uh, fedorgorst.com. So pretty easy stuff. I'm sure nice. he's not the one that's actually doing that. I'm sure somebody's managing it for him. But the fact that he put it together and the fact that he has all those opportunities on there, who cares if you hire somebody to do something for this or you find somebody yeah. to do it for you? Exactly. You're probably better off to do it. At least you got a decent product. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I just thought that was pretty neat. Um, it is neat. So, so let's go into a, a hypothetical situation off of that. So let's say, let's just say that Fedor beats Chip. They play that uh, Fedor beats him. Is Tony then able to stop him? What do you guys think? It, or, or do you just end up going to the, the point where Alex and Dennis are the only people who have enough firepower and the Q ability to be able to keep up with him? Well, I, he's not going to win every single one pocket match he plays. It, it's not going to happen. Sooner or later, somebody's going to beat them. One of these guys is going to win. They're going to have a really good set. In a well, in a race of twenty-one, I think the better the the better players always going to win that for the most part. I don't know with alternate breaks. I do not know if that's so. Really, I do not know how you go. You break the balls and you have uh, you you lose two of your own breaks, so that you could be down four. After well, the, that, the break just the break quick. just means so little to these players because they're so they're so easily able to get out of these these uh these break traps. Sometimes they're just, sometimes, they're just sometimes very so easy. <laughs> very, very, very rarely when I'm watching one pocket do I feel like the break actually turns into the reason why somebody won or lost a game. Because at, at this level, you got to be breaking six and six and seven out. And if the break isn't leading to six and seven out, you're gonna have to end up moving back and forth and I I just I, at at the at the amateur level I feel like when you're making two balls at a time, if you can get you know the first person to have a scoring opportunity to make two to three balls, I think it it ends up becoming a lot more valuable than. Uh, I, I who cares if you spot a pro, you know who's scared, who like cares if Fedor spots when Scott? All said and done. Well. I mean, they do keep the stats, and generally speaking, it's almost 50-50 for the most part on whether or not you win or lose your breaks. I don't know, Jim, do you have any thoughts on it? Do you think uh, Tony would be the one to stop him, or do you think that uh, he would just be another hurdle all, all the way up to the best of the world? I don't know. I mean, this, you know, they keep saying here, you know, one pocket is one of the most technical. There's so much to learn playing one pocket. You've got to, you've got to really learn the game and know the game. Fedor's been playing it for such a short period of time, in my opinion, that if this is the level he's at now, and if it's really true what they all say, that there's so much information, there's so much to learn about the game, there's so much... What has he learned then? Probably 10% of what there is to learn. How much better can he be? How much better can he get, you know? Is a Dennis and an Alex who ha who know everything about the game, and who would probably be what a fifty a, a sixty forty against uh, Fedor just now, 
How long before Federer just says, well, now I know just as much as you guys, but I'm just a better player? <laughs> well, I think he's already there for Alex, but uh, I think I mean, Dennis is the one person who can kick the balls at his level. I don't know. I haven't seen Dennis play that much one pocket. I really don't know. I don't know enough about oh. the game to watch somebody play in it and say, what you're doing is so much better than what Federer does or whatever anybody else does. All I know is that Federer gets himself into matches and he crushes people. Has he lost a match? <laughs> no. No. Anyone, I mean, I anyone, think... anyone ever seen Federer lose a one-pocket match? Literally ever. Um, literally ever. Literally ever. Oh, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean that's a stupid question, but why? On my, well, it's either a yes or no. Have you ever seen Federer lose a one-pocket match? Well, the well, the reason I think it's a stupid question is because of course he's he has. One. But then, but then. It, it, what do you mean? That's of course why he has. Who was it against? Well, this this is it. Like, of course, it, in general, that would be a stupid. My question. No, my my knowledge. Of, it, my, my, no, my won, knowledge he, of Federer. My knowledge of Federer was I never I never even knew he played one pocket until he turned up at Derby City and put and himself in one pocket and then stuffed everybody and won it. And since then, he's taken out uh, uh, the top American one pocket players. Nah, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing him lose one. Yeah, just one. Just. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, mean, I don't know that he ever has lost. I mean, I don't know if he was at a redraw. I, I, I'm sure he probably didn't have a redraw when he won the one pocket, but maybe he did. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, did he play? So now, now, so now, now, so now, so now Chip in wants one shot pocket at Derby. I'm, I got no reason to believe that Chip's going to do any damage to him either. I mean, he might do. I don't know enough about the game. Maybe Chip's. I, I don't know. I just I, for some. I, I just yeah, don't I mean. see. Nobody's even coming close to the kid. It's yeah. crazy. What'd you say, what'd you say Rob? Didn't he play? Did he play Darren in in one pocket in the Derby? He did, yeah. In fact, yeah, Darren Darren was, was like the only third yeah. place or something. Darren was the only person that actually had a redraw, and uh, twice yeah. in a row he there was three players left, and he was the only person with the redraw, and he drew. I want to say Fedor, and then uh, Josh just Roberts. was it Justin Hall? Josh Roberts, yeah, yeah Josh, Josh Roberts, Roberts got yeah. the the buy, and then the next time it was Josh Roberts versus Darren, and Fedor got the buy. Yeah, so okay. Darren makes it to the finals if he just is lucky enough to get one of the re or, uh, one of the buys, yeah, or yeah. if he wins one of those matches. And not only did he not get one of the buys, he uh, lost both. he lost both matches. Yeah, maybe he won. He won a game in both matches, though. I I think he lost Fedor. No. I think he lost a Fedor on the hill. I don't remember what happened. Yes, with he played shot. great. He played really well, Darren, not too much. Oh, he did. Um, yeah, no, I again, that. again, not somebody that I would associate as a no, one pocket player. Not at all. Josh, Josh Roberts, yes. Yeah, but, no, uh, Darren's ro a rotation player, not necessarily right. known for one pocket. But, yeah. he's a smart but here player. again, you got a guy who can pot balls right and left out of exactly. the moon. You know, so yeah, Fedor didn't have a redraw, so he at least lost one match. <laughs> Who was it? But uh, I mean, to be honest, whoever, with you, whoever, whoever it is should be a superstar because at the moment <laughs> he's he's the only person to have beaten Fedor yeah. any sort of one pocket match. He's he's got a plaque at home saying that too. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I it's a stupid question because if you ever ask a question, has he ever been beat by someone ever? And then it's not a stupid question because you don't know that you actually can name anyone. <laughs> so. No, that what I said. Do you do you know of him ever losing a match? Is what I said to you. Yeah. But anyway, um, Chip's got his work cut out for him. I think. Yes. Based on form and the base of the way things are, uh, does Tony get? Does Tony have a chance? He'll get closer. 
than uh, than Chip or uh, uh, Scott. It depends how it goes, I mean, how the games go. The guy, he's just an absolute machine. Really. He is. He is a potting <laughs> machine for yeah. sure. Him That's and it. Joshua are both potting yeah. machines. And it's, but it's also the position play. You leave him one open shot. They manage to make a and uh, they manage to make the rack out of it. Instead of just picking off, instead of just picking off one or two balls and not taking any risks, they get a shot on, on the first ball and they think, "How do I get out here?" Yeah, you can't. Well, they're, you can't they're, assume because you're leaving them one open ball exactly. that they're not going to run out. <laughs> yeah, I guess a lot of other players are thinking, "Okay, I'm, this might cost me three balls." Against them, you're thinking, "If if 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 I leave him one shot and he splits his pack on the right side, I've lost this game." You know, and, and they will go for the shots. They will try where other players maybe don't. Yeah. yeah, Chris has got a good question here. He asked Jim, uh, do you think straight pull will get that attention uh, again sometime in the future that one pocket's getting right now or some of the rotation games? Well, straight pull has had that a little bit of attention recently. You know, let's not forget that, uh, you know, John Schmidt broke the record and Jason Shaw broke the record. And, you know, that, that, that got a lot of attention. Um a straight pull's a great game. I would, I would, I would rather watch straight pull than I would one pocket, to be honest. But I just, I, I, I have more of a connection with straight pull. It's something that I do play as well. You know, one pocket, I, I just don't play. Um, I have the same attention. I, I mean, I'm not sure one pocket really gets a massive amount of attention. I mean, we're talking about it because you know the match was just played and there's not really sure. a lot else that's happened this week. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm <laughs> a bit. Pool in, pool in general just needs more attention. That's that's basically it. Pool just needs more attention. I, I, I don't think it really matters which discipline it is. Uh, straight pool get this kind of attention. I think it's had more attention really than one pocket over the last couple of years. If I'm being honest, for yeah. sure. Uh, uh, since John had his record and then uh, Jason broke that, mm -hmm. since then for sure now it has some attention again. And Matt Paul says that 14 1 attention recently is the high run hot dog eating yeah. contest. No, <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the attention is. If you're not impressed by 714 balls, I mean, sorry, right. but you, you know, I don't think you're ever going to be impressed then. Maybe what we need to do is uh, in the middle of a 714 run, uh, Jason Shaw has to choke somebody out. <laughs> that happened in the hot dog eating competition. Let's do that. Jim, what are you doing? Coming up. You wanna you wanna get choked out by Jason? Do I want to get choked out by Jason? Why? <laughs> While well, he runs seven hundred didn't you watch the hot dog eating? Oh, you probably don't even know what the hot dog eating contest is in uh, the Netherlands, do you? I'm I'm assuming it's just a, a load of fat people sitting down and trying to eat as many hot dogs as they can within half an hour. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, it's not even yeah. a half hour. I think what is it? Is it like a is it 20 minutes? I don't even I don't even know what this but is. But I'll tell you what, the the world champ the United the champion in the US, the well, female champion, she's not very big. Trust me. No, well, she's not. She's Rob, a bit of a thing. So Jim, if you had to take a guess how what the world record for the most hot dogs eaten during this competition, what would you what would you say? In 20 minutes? Ah, man, this is I, is I, it, would, I, I don't know if it's, it's well someone in the comments. Standard size hot dogs. Standard uh, foot-long hot dogs. 120. 120 hot dogs? <laughs> you say somebody guess. Well, that's a bad guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 think the, I think the world record is right around 70. Huh. That's a What's lot that, of hot so, dogs. Is 120 such a bad guess? No, no, it wasn't bad. 
a little high. <laughs> Not bad. BS Jim. Why, why am I getting? Why is Eve telling me BS Jim? Bet you can't even do 10. 10 hot dogs. I wouldn't even try and do 10 hot dogs. I eat proper food. I this would not. I don't eat processed line. rubbish. I eat proper food. This is a regular hot dog. <laughs> I, and, yeah, I don't know. And somebody put here, one uh, Matt Pollan, one pocket of street cred and high stakes pro gambling and musty pool halls. There's a foundation under it, 14 wonder and up. Well, I'm not entirely sure. I think 14 one. You ask people like Moscone and all those guys and uh, uh, Minnesota Fats whether or not uh, 14 one has. Uh, has uh, credibility in musty pool halls, and let's not let's not pro gambling. That's two words that don't go together for a start, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> pro gambling—that's yeah. for that's for poker players. Yeah, he touched a nerve there. About, yeah, a professional pool player and a gambling pool player are two separate entities. <laughs> oh yeah, Jim. The so ten minutes. Seth White knows everything. He's a smart guy. Uh, it also includes the bun. So I think yeah. it's like you could eat the bun as well. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. The bun would fill you up. Yeah, the oh, bun yeah. would fill you up. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think it's, it's seventy hot dogs with a bun in ten minutes. Uh, yeah. I think no, I well, no, no, you can't eat seven Longer hot dogs a minute for ten oh. minutes. World record for most oh, no. hot Nate's dogs. It up. Here we go. I think we Even should have a contest in Vegas. Yeah, I tell you what, Ryan, Ryan, I will do a ten minute, ten minute beer challenge with Nate. I will not win that. <laughs> 76 hot dogs. Joey Chestnut set the minutes. world record. In With 10 buns. minutes. Yeah. With buns. 76 hot dogs. He must have been a joy to live with that Joey night. Chestnut. Yes, it is. His wife must have, enjo- must have enjoyed lying beside him that evening. <laughs> <laughs> well, this year in the competition, uh, there was uh, in this competition, this is what I was talking about earlier with the choking out part of it, was uh, in this competition, they, have, they, they hold it on the July 4th every year. And uh, somebody like ran up in front of Joey Chestnut, the guy who has a world record, and held up like some sign about, I don't know, some, it was some, some protest. I don't know what it's like animal cruelty or something like that. And uh, Joey Chestnut, while shoving a hot dog down his throat, grabs him like this and chokes him out until someone grabs him <laughs> while shoving hot dogs down his mouth. Oh, here's one for you, Jim. You could be the first official. Uh, pool player to run 50 balls and eat 50 hot dogs at the same time yeah, i can't run i can't eat 50 hot dogs <laughs> without playing pool and i'm very really that i run 50 balls <laughs> nobody would ever even challenge that <laughs> they would just go that would, be a way of getting, that would be a way of getting into the guinness book of records that would be a weird look at all the, all the crumbs on the table and everything right. it would just be a mess well Tell me this. Tell me Florian Kohler doesn't look like he could, he could swallow about 30 oh hot God. dogs. Get him to do some trick <laughs> shots while shoving hot dogs else. down his mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, Florian, you look like he could swallow oh, a hot no. dog, Florian. All of those, all of those people. All of the people of those that do faces, these are like, has, he, has he got one of those mouths, Nate? <laughs> we opened up the box Shut up. We love Florian. here, baby, with this one. Shut up. We love Florian's Florian Kohler. Cool, Florian, you look like you could swallow a hot dog. Florian could do this. He could no. he could do 20 jump shots and 20 hot dogs in 20 minutes. <laughs> We've gone off track here. Should we talk? I, should, I think uh, a bit, yes. I our our viewers have gone up, so I I, I think that this is um that's it. We've been making a mistake about talking about pool too often. Yeah, right, clearly what right. we found out is nobody cares about pool. People nobody care cares about, about hot dogs. Pool. They care about hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of well, stuff you that could you get lay around them here. on the table. 
and like mass a shots around them, you know, like a two hot dog mass a shot or you're not putting hot dogs on my table. <laughs> get, that kind of behavior get you in trouble. At least not without a large amount of ketchup on them, right, Jim? Get off yeah. my table. That's how you could teach your little daughter in the future how to play. Just put a little piece of a hot dog on the pool table and have her go after it and then, you know, throw no, a ball. All right. All right. I'm getting control of this. I, I agree with Jim. This is stupid. All right. Let's move on to uh, – let's move on to the – oh, uh, we should talk about our – I want to talk about my special that I'm running this week in case nobody saw it on Facebook. You can get yourself one of these sweet jerseys. Uh, and one of the hoodies that uh, Rob is wearing, plus three patches and a window decal for a hundred bucks this week. This is my, uh, I'm buying a house. I need a down payment special. That's what I'm calling it. The bundle, the Nate's down payment bundle. So if you want yourself one of these jerseys, the onboard jerseys, are nice. hoodies, one of those hoodies and uh, three patches and a window decal. It's a hundred bucks, hundred bones. And you can even get them customized with your name on them uh, for an extra 10 bucks. Front and first name on the front, last name on the back for 10 bucks extra. You could do that too. So if you want one of those sweet deals, yeah, there you go. Jim's got it on there. Yeah, and he's got it on the back. I got one this weekend. I wore golf yep. and it was great. Yep. I wore pants golfing. It was miserable. Anyways. So, uh, if you want one of those, reach out to the podcast, reach out to me, reach out to any of us, uh, and we'll get you squared away. Okay, let's move on to the world games. And Jim, you wanted to go on a big old rant on this, so why don't you uh, why don't you get us started with it? So, pool doesn't get into the Olympics yet. Everybody wants pool in the Olympics, but what's the biggest event that they all want to play in then when they're talking about representing their country? They want to play in the World Games. Darren Appleton, for example, one of his proudest moments was winning the World Games. They're all over Facebook. All the players are delighted that they're going to be representing their country and they're going to go and play in the World Games. They're going to Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. They're all excited. It's great. We're sitting at home. We're thinking, whoa, one of the biggest tournaments of the year. We'd love to see it. Can we watch it anywhere? <clears throat> Anybody? No I, I, no, I don't have a clue of... They're not even a, an illegal stream, not even somebody with a camera phone pointed at the table. There is absolutely no way to watch this. At least when the World Championships was played out in a, in the sand bucket in, uh, in in Qatar. At least it was two really crappy streams, which if you were lucky, you could see a little bit of a match. Can't see. Oh, here we go. Schedule. Yeah, okay, Matt, that's, that's schedule. schedule. But, but yeah. is there streaming? Who Who's taking care of the streaming? Can you watch it? I haven't seen anything. There's, nothing's been on Facebook. I haven't seen anything advertised. From what I was told, there is a... It, so just like the, the Olympics goes on and they show some of them at some points um they don't show every single race of every single event of every single blah 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 uh there are they basically take the ones that are popular and they highlight them so i know the pool will get some shine i just don't know exactly when or where but there is like just olympics.com website and app yeah it's it's not exactly I was messing around on there earlier today. It's not exactly easy to use, but the information is there if you dig long enough. So I wonder if the players know because not normally normally the players come on, they say, "Okay, I'm playing tomorrow." Blah blah blah. Bracket here, uh, uh, yeah. live stream here, and something. they send links. But yeah. it seems like nobody has a clue what, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if the World Games is held in the woods and there's. <laughs> 
Noted as he did that the was hop. Pretty funny, yeah. man. That's funny. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, Gord, I don't think I can go there and stream it. I don't think that, like, these are all going to be with, uh, you know, there's somebody who buys the rights to this event. I mean, just like NBC buys the Olympics, uh, NBC buys the rights to stream that event. You can't have Fox or MSNBC or any of these, uh, CBS, you can't have all these other people go there and stream events at it because NBC holds the rights. So I wouldn't be able to go and just stream it anyways. I mean, I'm I'm a, a nobody, but that doesn't change the fact that some company bought the rights to streaming this, and nobody knows. Who it is. To... Uh. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I I know that NBC has the right the uh, the streaming rights to the Olympics. So I don't know. I got no idea, and uh, to be honest, I don't even know that um, there are results that you can find anywhere online. I mean, I'm sure they're probably is but i searched around for a little while today and couldn't really figure it out i do know that one of the first round matches is tyler steyer against joshua filler yeah that's a tough one that's a hell of a first round match when you consider oh, yeah. some of the players that are in the draw <laughs> yeah there's a couple players in that i've never even heard of and I'm sure well, that, that you get that, and that's that's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. When you're talking about every country gets to send a representative, then you're always going to have one or two countries uh, where their level is just not very good, and they're going to end up sending like sort of average players to it. So that's okay. That you have that in an Olympics as well. I mean, we all remember the, you know, the Olympic Games where we've got like Eddie the Eagle, the ski jumper, the British guy who'd never jumped off a mountain before, and he's he's the first Olympics, and the Eric the Eel who almost drowned in the swimming pool trying to swim the the hundred meters, you know, <laughs> and and the Jamaican bobsleigh team. I mean, you get these kind of things, and that's 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 kind of part of these kind of things, you know. That that you know, every country gets a representative, and if your country only has one guy who's ever owned a pool cue in his in his life, then he's going to be that representative. So sure. yeah, give him give him the opportunity, you know. Yeah, why not? Well, yeah. if you if you look at the U.S. representatives, I mean, I don't know exactly how they decide this, but. Uh... There's got to be some politics involved, I would think. I mean, if the the five represent, I think Monica Webb and Jennifer Breda, they nailed it exactly right. Uh, those are the two best women, I think, in the U.S. And it's not. I don't think that it's close. Um, on the men's side of things, could you come up with three better players than Hunter Lombardo, Tyler Steyer, and Shane Van Boning? Could probably come up with two. <laughs> maximum right. of two you can come up with a maximum yeah i mean we can all we can all just uh let's just all just remove shane van boning obviously he's the the mm -hmm. best player we can obviously he's there so the last two players if if, if the u.s is going to get three men representing them uh how many times do you have to run the iterations to come up with hunter lombardo and tyler sire okay but uh, do we do we know if there's any qualification requirements that gets you in the team is it based on any sort of ranking? Is it based on anything whatsoever? What I, I what rankings? Hear anything I, to be honest, I don't. I, to be honest, I don't know. I should know, but to be honest, I don't know. But what what rankings exist in the entire world of forever in the history of forever? Blah 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 blah. That hundred. Yeah, there's those three on. at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. There's no rank. And, and not even not even not even it's Tyler. Like I, I'm okay. I'm okay with the idea of Tyler being there. Um, what? It's, it's, it's Tyler plays in everything absolutely everything so the, if there is a rankings that he would theoretically be on uh i could see him being there because he's going to get more more bullets than anybody else to be on that with that being said what 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 is hunter lombardo done that would 
justify him being selected over Sky Woodward? Or if Sky, if Sky says no. Uh, Chip Compton, just Josh Roberts, Justin Hall, Justin Bergman, Billy Thorpe, Oscar Dominguez. I mean, how far do you need to? Uh, how many players? Shane, Wolf, can you, Shane I, Wolford. Yeah. Shane Wolford. Nick. I mean, even a player like Nick DeLeon or Nate Mendham, Earl Strickland. You know, Rodney Morris. I mean, how far do you need to go down to where you think that Hunter Lombardo is? supposed to be in there before that. And I'm not trying to like dog on Hunter Lombardo. I'm just, I just don't know why or how he or anyone else got selected for this. You'd have to ask. I mean, I don't even know who's responsible for the election. He might have an in uh, with the hierarchy. Uh, yeah, but wait, what, who, who are the hierarchy? Is it the BCA? No is it there, who, but, uh, who, who chooses the team? I'm just so, guessing. I mean, the World Games or the Olympic Committee will go to each representative, every country, and they'll go to a representative and say, we need a selection from you. Who is it they're actually approaching to say, we need a selection from you? And it, and and even even removing all of that, don't worry, Matt, will, Matt Poland will jump in soon and give us the, all the answers. He always knows everything, which is perfect. We need you. Uh, but which organization? Okay, so if that's true, and, and there is some organization that does this, Name me that organization that chooses Hunter as its representative. Yeah, but okay, we'd have to ask that organization. But who is it? Sure. Well, the point yeah. is, is name name me any organization that would games. name me any organization that would that would choose Hunter over Billy or Sky or okay. and, so know, Ryan, Ryan maybe they said no. Says, the criteria is established by the participating international sports federations. Okay, so who is the international sports federation for the USA pool? I mean, I will say Hunter Lombardo has won a college nationals. Uh, I think he's actually won three, but that was a long time yeah. ago. I think he's won three ACUI national champion national college championships. But Rob, you're shaking your head like that's not true. No, I I really don't know. I have, I I have you. the record. No, I. I have the record I, I, up until 2000, so it could have been no, between I, I, here and now in 2000. He has, yeah, he has. Okay. He's he's won three ACUI college national championships. But if that's the case, okay. then so Mike is saying the BCA. How how in the world is B? How in the world can BCA justify choosing Hunter Lombardo? Is is what I want to know. Billy could be banned. That's true, but maybe it's on Lux. Billy, maybe it's on personality. Uh, Billy Band is a WPA event, which I'm, I'm assuming that's, the WPA is involved. That's in. Probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. But Skyler, I, I just, I could, I, I could imagine this being something that Skyler would say. No, I don't need to be doing this. I don't want to. Whatever. I could, maybe I could imagine that. But it's in, it's in, yeah, it's, it's in Birmingham, Alabama. I mean, this is, it's not like they have to go to Asia and pay a, have a big. It's ranking. How can it be a ranking? Ranking based on what? What ranking is there that has Hunter high enough that? I suppose it's got to be WPA. It's got to be the his, WPA. What's his Fargo? It's like 750, right? Fargo? Yeah, but Fargo's never, Fargo's never a ranking. Fargo will never yeah, that's, be that's right. not going to be a ranking. There has to be a WA ranking, a WPA ranking. Um, it's certainly not I'm the not, matchroom yeah. ranking. It's nothing like that. It's. Uh... I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to like dog on Hunter for being in there. It's just like Hunter doesn't play as much as this. I mean, Hunter barely plays in events, and Tyler plays in every single one of the events, so I could see how he could be at the top of some rankings. But Hunter plays like the U.S. Open and 
the Whirlpool Championships. Like he plays some, uh, the you know, the big matchroom events and a few of the Predator events, but like he doesn't travel as much as Sky or. It sounds like it sounds like Hunter was a bit of a last minute replacement. Uh, Mike saying that the catch he pulled out, there was no other European option at short notice. So they've given it to American, and he probably maybe maybe Hunter was just the 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 first and best option that was able to commit to playing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so Hunter's okay. the same Fargo number as Demetrius, pretty much. But yeah, Ty- Tyler's second on the ranking. What 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 ranking is Tyler second on? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, as Mike says, Sky never travels. Sky doesn't travel this year or since he's had a kid. But I, I would assume that these rankings aren't just based off of the last year. I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. But I, 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 I don't know. I mean, there's just not a lot of transparency in any of this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's fine. But they're there. But they're there. Let's, they're there. Let's I, wish them all the best. I hope they do well. Yeah, tough I hope. Match, I, yeah. Tough, tough, tough match for Tyler to start off with. I'm assuming it's double elimination. Uh, I'm not sure. Again, haven't <clears> seen anything. Haven't seen. Uh, a bracket, I really, I, I don't know. There's double elimination. Is it nine on the spot, one on the spot? Is it even nine ball? Is it, I, I know nothing about it. What tables are they playing on? What, yeah. Well, they, they definitely market the event, not the individual events. So. Single elimination, that's tough action. Yeah. It's the way it should be, I think. Yeah. Uh, name, name, me, name me one sport in the entire world that has double elimination besides pool. I don't know. I think I think it should be a soccer World Cup. Darts. You can lose uh, it. You can you can lose you can lose at the soccer World Cup and still win the World Cup. Yeah, but that's not double elimination. That's that's well, you're, the, no, that's, but you're, you're you're getting multiple chances to qualify. But well, yeah, but once you get to the once you get to the final bracket, what is it? Once you get to the final bracket, then you're knockouts. Yeah. So that's oh, the I same mean, thing that pool happens. You get you get multiple chances until you make it to the last sixteen, and then from there on, you're so. I don't know. I I hope the, I hope Hunter makes all of us look like idiots and snaps it off. I mean, how that would that'd be awesome. I'm rooting for him. I think that uh, I think that if we could get USA towards the end, that'd be amazing. But I is there an is there an individual tournament and a and a, a, a team tournament as well, or is it only individual? I think it's just individual because there are some countries that are only sending one person. So they're all going there for potentially one match. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I believe that's the three cushion also. There is just one match. Mm-hmm. Single elimination. But I mean that's like all of its contemporary sports like uh you know tennis. No, that's or, fine enough. Yeah, you have you have those situations in all sports. Yeah. USA better hope it's not a team tournament. Yeah, they don't have the best. They don't have the best record in team tournaments, do they, Molina? No, bet you bet uh, against them. Oh, ouch! Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's. Uh, I think that I think they got the women right. I don't think that you can have two uh, two better women represent the U.S. than Monica Webb and Jennifer Beretta. I think those are the top two. Yeah, I think so. Pretty, pretty clearly, assuming, assuming uh, Monica's got over her uh, injury, she had some shoulder problems, I believe it was uh, yeah. the last tournament she played. Assuming she's over she breaks injuries, the ball. Uh, she probably she hits, she breaks the balls at thirty-five miles an hour. I was going to say, stop hitting the ball so hard, Jesus Christ! The noise it makes as well. <laughs> That's, yeah, hits, when we were doing it, as hard as it, she hits it as hard as any lady on the on the tour. Yeah. 
harder. Yeah, and she's she's like five foot eight, one hundred and thirty <laughs> pounds. She, she weighs about forty kilos. <laughs> the power she, she gets in it. Crazy mashes. I mean, when yeah. we were doing the the women's uh, <clears throat> the women's VG nine, when she broke the balls, like I could feel like my the lights in my yeah. house shaking. She Crazy smashes the power them. she put into it. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess uh, looking at the 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 men in the um, the men and women, what do we think? It's nice to see that uh, the Philippines has uh, Biado. Uh, no, I'm blanking on her name now. I need to. F- um. Oh crap. Uh. Uh. Anyways, we'll just skip that because. Wait, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Oh my god, this is so hard to use. This website is so difficult to navigate. Anyways, uh, it's good to see that there's some uh, some people that are traveling for this, and the names are always nice. I guess I just wish we could actually watch them, and you know. Well, let's hope that you know. Calling out to all you players who are playing there, go and ask some people if you see a camera hanging up somewhere. Go and ask where it can be watched, and please. Post the links on Facebook so we can all watch you play, because it is yeah. a big tournament. It means a lot to these players. Why is nobody watching it? You know, why are we not getting the? You know, I think Pinozo might know the answer. He's there. We might is just. He, yeah, he's he's yeah. Right. Hey, Pinozo, sort out. Do something useful for once in your life. <laughs> find us a find us a stream link and stop he, drinking. He posted some pictures day. of some players there that he's talking with. So he's found oh, a cocktail wow. bar. He's not going to see any pool. <laughs> So here's 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 an interesting thing that we can talk about. Um, I think that this is true. If you don't add new games into Fargo rate after two years, um, it actually removes you from the list. Oh, the number one women, the what number one women's player in the world right now is Kelly Fisher at a seven sixty one Fargo, mm-hmm. because all of the Chinese Taipei players, uh, and uh, yeah, and even the uh, the the Filipino. So that's interesting. That they is. don't care. <laughs> None of them care. Promise you. No. No. Pinoza's there for multiple sports and multiple Ruben. drinks. Yeah. I know the multiple drinks certainly Ed. The the female player from the Philippines, Ruben. Uh she's she's actually she's at least signed up to play in this event. I as far as I know, this is the first time she's ever actually came to the U the US to play because we had talked about this uh a couple weeks ago on the podcast that we've never actually seen her travel outside the uh to the u.s to play mm-hmm. so that's well, Sim, Sim, simming chang's off the list as well is she yeah simming's not on there because she was uh, over 800 wasn't she close to it i think she was like a 798 mm. so i don't know it's uh i know the website is impossible to find the schedule of who's actually playing which means that there's also zero chance of results being on there. So basically we're relying on Tyler and Shane and anybody else who's there to update us with what's happening in the tournament. Yeah. I don't know if you answered this already to Gordon Kerr, who's representing Canada. I think it was John Mora and Brittany Bryant, I think. Yeah, Brittany Bryant. Yeah. There's only two of them there. I believe that that is true. I don't think that Alex. No, Alex didn't go. Yeah. So. I don't know. 
seems like a, it seems like, you know, probably if we had a, a proper, um, uh, a proper um, media side of things on pool, like we would be able to have access to them, but we don't. Well, next Mo year, Moina. maybe you'll get invited to be there. And uh, I don't think that this is a yearly thing. I think it's like every four years. Four years yeah. I think so. Oh. I think it's the same kind, same, same kind of uh, thing as the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games and that kind of okay. stuff. Yeah, to be honest, to be honest, I just didn't know it was as big a deal as it was. Um, it it's seems to be bit, a big... because because it's something that only comes around once every four years. You know, it's not a lot of people have ever won it. You know, so it's 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 sure. quite a thing to it's quite a thing to win now. You know, uh, I know. Yeah, like I said before, Darren Appleton was very proud of the fact that he won it. You know, right. um, yeah, so it's it's a big thing. You know, it's you know it's like the tennis players playing at the. Uh, it, it's not it's not the biggest tournament of the year. Sure. But the Olympics for them was only once every four years, you know, and Federer was Federer was gutted that he'd never won the Olympic Games. You know, he wanted that individual gold medal. You only you only get so many shots at it in your career. So it's a, it might not be the biggest event that you can win, but it's it's quite an elite event to win, you know. Right. Well, I think Matt Matt Poland actually asks a, a pretty good question there. Should uh, the BCA and WPBA be uh, yeah, WPA be spoon blah, spoon feeding us resources for this? Why wouldn't they be? Hmm. I mean, I know that they're not a media organization, but do they care about the growth of the sport? Like, especially if BCA is in charge of picking all these players for, why wouldn't they be doing things? I don't know. Let's let's run a test. Let's go to the BCA's Facebook page and see if there's a single thing on there. This could be fun. Maybe there will be. Maybe there won't be. Maybe they are spoon feeding us things, and we just don't know about it because we're not following those pages. Good answer. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? Well, I think we got. So, so, I mean, at the end of the day, you 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 got a web page, whatever you you want to have it. You've got your own site. Social media is how information is passed now. You know, and if you're not active on social media and you're not passing your information on through social media, then you're missing a massive audience. You know, and if you want to give people uh, the opportunity to, to 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 know that you, I never see anything on Facebook about BCA or or a BCA Facebook page or or Instagram or or whatever. You know, they're not active. WPA are not active on on social media either, just because they've got their own web their own web page. Or we, yeah, you know, I don't know. You you can just do more. Simple as that. You know. Sure. I agree there. I think there's a lot of people can do more. You know, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of Q companies, manufacturers that could be doing a lot more on their social media and stuff like that as well, you know? Yeah. The um, WPA has plenty of posts leading up to on who's going to be competing. And then they posted yesterday about uh, today's is the official practice for all billiard players. And then you can see the practice. That's three billiard players, right? No, it's everybody. Uh, everybody? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they call... Yeah, so they call uh, pool players billiard players too. So, okay. and then it has the training schedule for everybody, so you can go in and actually see which player is playing at which time and when they start and when they stop. So that's all good if you're visit if you're actually there on site watching the event and you plan on being in the crowd. Then that's all very useful. Yep. All right. They have made no posts today about any of the the schedules on when people play. So, I mean, I I guess. To answer Matt's, I want everybody to spoon feed me everything because that means I have yes, to do less work as far as research. Please do. Uh, 
the biggest problem with the pool industry is not the people who do put the information out there to be found. It's the people who should be that aren't. Yeah. Uh, this is not one of those situations. Like this is not a like the WPB or the WPA is not an organization that should be putting stuff out and isn't. This is like this is what and what I guess what I mean by that is like we've had it in the past where organizations or you know people will put on literally will put on things uh, events and then they won't even post what happens during the the day or what happens afterwards or who's playing next. Like they literally are just a black hole. If you don't watch the streams, you have zero idea what happened. Uh, this is not one of those situations. This is just somebody doing, you know, going above and beyond. I, I think we all should be doing more, like you said, Jim. But mm. do I want to be spoon fed? Spoon fed? Heck yeah, I do. Because yeah. that means that means yeah, it's, it's a kind lot of easier. awkward. It's kind of awkward for us. We're supposed to be talking about pool, and this is a subject matter, and we don't know anything about it. What's going on? <laughs> Also, we also we'd like to be able to we'd like to be able to next week. Next week, we'd like to be here, same time, same place, telling you about all the action that we watched at the World yeah. Games and how it was fantastic it was, and how good the setup was, and sure. you know what the results were, how everyone played. But we're all all we're going to know is you know who beat who and who won it, and that's going to be it. You know? yeah, so right. we're not going to be able to give you any sort of you know we're not going to be able to talk about it or have any sort of back and forth and discuss how it yeah. went. So I guess Unless, at the end of the day, well, all, we're, all we're doing now is just looking forward to the, the European Open now. And that's, yeah, that's it. The World Games kind of doesn't exist as a pool fan, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll find out who won and yeah. what the score was over who else. But like, it's, as far as well, being able to do a full bracket. We always got the hot dogs in our back pocket. You know what I mean? So We always got the hot we dogs. We can't give up. Even, I mean, I can even remember. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure when Darren Appleton played the final on that, I'm sure I watched it. I'm, I'm sure, sure, I'm sure the finals the I'm sure the finals will get coverage. I'm I'm sure it yeah. will, but um will the first match between Ecuador and Peru be on there? Probably not. Will the first match between Tyler and Joshua be on there? Probably not, because the people who are putting this on don't know who either of them are. Don't know who they are. Yeah. They don't oh, care, right? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, all joking no. aside, I mean they're not they're not moving the needle based off of uh pool, right? They're they're gonna be moving it based off of Popular sports. <laughs> oh. I, at the end of the day, pool is, I mean, pool is going up, 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 but it's not there yet. You know, there's still going to be, they're still going to, oh my goodness. Okay. I got, I got to, I got to tell you guys some of the sports that are going to be covered during this world games. Oh, it's some real, it's some real weird ones. That is, the there's world some good ones. World yeah. games is pretty obscure. Yeah. Uh, so something called Wushu. I don't know what that is. Tug of war. Mm -hmm. uh sumo that's sure that's fine although i bet japan wins that just a guess well, uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure the country that can eat 76 hot dogs in uh, 10 minutes would have a fair chance of winning a sumo <laughs> match fair uh <laughs> racquetball sure sambo i don't know what sambo is uh Corfball. What is corfball? Corfball is uh yeah, I know what corfball is. Um that's um is that not the thing where you've got that big kind of hooky looking uh thing you catch the ball and you throw it back against the wall? I don't know. I don't know what it is. You're the one who said you knew what it was. Yeah, I think I know what I do know what it is, I'm but I'm just not very good at explaining it. Casting. So casting is a sport apparently. That's gonna be fishing. Yeah, 
I, th I think I think uh, Shane is doing uh, double work. <laughs> Shane is there for the casting. He's not playing in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bowls sport. I think that's bowling. Maybe I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. Not your ten pin bowling. Proper bowling. Sure. Baseball, softball, cool. Air sports, cool. Aikido. There's some pretty good things on there. I don't know what half of them are. Oh, highlight. He says you're talking about. <laughs> Jialite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, yeah. Well, what was corfball then? I don't know. Uh, Jim, I said I didn't know what it was to begin with. You're it on the looks, I think it's tetherball. Highlight is pretty exciting, actually. <laughs> it it kind of looks like tetherball. Huh. Fistball. Court I want to watch tug of war. Was, was fistball tug of war? Tug of war was one of the very first. Was, was the the original Olympics, the very first Olympics. Tug of war was like the main event. Tug of war should be back, brought back to the Olympics. That'd be wow. great. I would, I would love to watch that, but I want to see them. I want to see them being. I want to see there to be an actual repercussion for losing. Like I want to see you get pulled into like a pit a of pit, snakes, a, yeah, or scorpions, or like, or just or just a big a big pit full of feces. <laughs> so you get pulled in a big you get pulled in a big swimming pool full of full of jobby. Someone like there you go. Yuck. Jim, I know what Jim would be doing next uh, in four years from now. Then he'll be taking up tug of war. He's in no, there. No, I'll, I'll be filling the pit. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> hey, do what you're good at. Corfball is like a 360 basketball court with no backboard and just a hoop. Oh. I wonder if Steph Curry's good at it. Anyways, all right. This is going on. This is just one and a half so inch bat. Yeah, that's nice. Right, I'm done because I've got to feed a baby and I want to practice a little bit with my new cue. Nice. Yeah, I want to get out of here because I don't want to look at Jim's face anymore. Yeah. Then I want to go play. I, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean that, Jim. I, I mean, I did mean it, but I just wish it didn't sound as bad as it did. But I do mean it, just so you know. <laughs> oh, that's rude. You, should, you, you, you went too far, yeah. Jim. Okay, one last uh, one last pitch. I guess we're doing the uh, maybe Matt Poland wants one. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. We're doing uh, Nate's down payment on a house bundle. So it's one of these sweet jerseys. It's one of those sweet uh, hoodies. Show it off, Rob. One of those sweet hoodies, and then you're going to get three patches and a window decal. It's one hundred and thirty dollars worth of gear, and you're going to get it for a hundred bucks. Plus, you're actually going to get a one in twenty chance at uh, at winning a. Uh, free white carbon shaft too so what we're doing is everybody who buys one of these i'm going to throw you in a one in 20 chance and if there are 20 people then we are guaranteeing to give away a white carbon shaft if there are let's say eight people there's going to be eight winning tabs and there's going to be 12 losing tabs and whatever ends up happening ends up happening but you get a one in 20 chance of also winning a free white carbon shaft too so Get yourself one. It's going to be awesome. They run a little bigger, Ryan, than what you know. Well, they run think. longer. So it's yeah, like, they're the definitely size, longer. The size is pretty true. The size is pretty yeah. true. Uh, the size is true. The length large, is long. It was a little long. Yeah. Because they're designed to be tucked in. So uh, they are, yeah, they're longer they than normal. They are real cool in the summertime. Trust me. They're they're nice. Really so nice. Uh, Matt Poland, you said maybe you wanted one. Reach out to me if you do. Uh, if anybody else is interested in one. Reach out to me. We'll get you hooked up. 
Other than that, yeah, we're good. Let's get out of here, Rob. What do you think? Sign off. See you, folks. Okay. Bye-bye, Jimbo. Straight. See you, Jim. <laughs>